Would you please stand for the reading of the word? <laughs> now that you've seated, been seated. Hear the word of the Lord. Jesus went out again beside the sea. The whole crowd gathered around him, and he taught them. As he was walking along, he saw Levi, son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax booth, and he said to him, follow me. And he got up and followed him. And as he sat at dinner in Levi's house, many tax collectors and sinners were also sitting with Jesus and his disciples, for there were many who followed him. When the scribes of the Pharisees saw that he was eating with the sinners and tax collectors, they said to his disciples, why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? When Jesus heard this, he said to them, those who are well have no need of a physician. But those who are sick, I have come to call not the righteous, but the sinners. Mark 2, 13 through 17. The word of the Lord. Please be seated. Good morning, Highland. Like many of you, I watched the news unfold this week on my Facebook feed. There was a, a trial. Uh, a while back, a young man named Botham Jean, who's part of our tribe, uh, was murdered in Dallas. And the trial concluded this weekend uh, of Amber Geiger, who was found guilty and then sentenced. But if your feed was anything like my feed, it kind of erupted in a moment when Botham Jean's brother, Brant, had the opportunity to give uh, a victim's perspective. At sentencing the trials, there's often a time where friends and family of the person who died have a chance to speak for the dead and to share their perspective. But Brant's words were shocking. He said something like, if you're sorry, I forgive you. And then what happened next transformed that courtroom into an entirely different place as he asked permission to give Amber Geiger, the person that murdered his brother, a hug. He gave her a hug. And my Facebook feed suddenly was filled with everyone sharing the same story of the same uh, video of that hug happening. And people were saying things like, this is what forgiveness looks like. And this is what grace is. And I, I, I had two thoughts about that. One was, what happened in this young man's life that led him to the point where he could offer forgiveness at that moment? This wasn't just a one-time choice for Brant, this was a life leading up to this moment where he was able to say that in that courtroom. What happened in his childhood that allowed him to say that? On the other hand, he had no choice. Well, he had a choice. We all have a choice when we find ourselves in the place of a victim or a place where we have been hurt by somebody else. We can choose to forgive or we can choose to hang on to that pain and the bitterness and the anger 
that comes with it. Now, I'm not saying this has to happen in a moment or instantly or even with time, but over the passage of your life, hanging on to that bitterness and anger is going to change you. If Brant wanted to live life, he had to learn how to forgive. But what caused him to be able to do that? That was the first response that happened in my feed. The second response was a reaction to that first response, which uh, used another video clip, that of uh, Botham Jean's mother, Allison, in an interview that she had after the sentencing hearing. And she wanted to say, we are grateful for what happened, but one act of forgiveness doesn't solve the systematic and ongoing institutional racism that happens. The first response was a call for forgiveness. The second response was a call for justice. And then there happened to be a a long and, and fascinating conversation that happened after that of how do we live in the tension of those two worlds? One being the radical transformation that grace has in our lives. And after the other, a deep and longing desire to see justice happen in our world. And the reality is, is that we have to hang on to both of those as tightly as we can. If you let go of the idea of justice and chase grace, what happens is it becomes cheap and meaningless, what Bonhoeffer called cheap grace. It doesn't mean anything when forgiveness is offered without any sense of justice in this world. On the other hand, if you only hang on to justice and forget about forgiveness, all that happens is our world becomes hung up on vengeance, an eye for an eye, and retribution. And somehow in our world, in our Christian lives, we hang on to both. I don't know how Brant was able to say what he was able to say, but I'm grateful he was. But I also long for the day when justice happens in our world.